Welcome to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. This is a podcast where we bring successful tech sales professionals, thought leaders, and entrepreneurs to share best practices, insights, and lessons learned with other tech sales professionals. As a sales professional, the more we learn, the more we earn. Once we earn it, how can we put those hard-earned commission dollars back to work to build additional income streams that will create the freedom we are all working to achieve? I'm your host, Chris Freeman. I'm a high-tech sales leader, real estate investor, and lifetime learner. All right. Welcome back to the High Tech Freedom Podcast. So is email dead for selling? I don't think so. Email is more challenging as a vehicle for communicating than it ever has, but I think it's still a valuable tool. And a huge part of the issue, I think, that's out there with email right now, and it's been going on for a while, number one, volume. And number two, horrible emails based on generic templates that are just massively emailed out there to anybody and everybody. Now, as a tech sales professional, whether you're selling software, hardware, or really anything, email absolutely should be a tool that you use as part of your selling process. But first, let's spend a, a few minutes on what's wrong with email and you know, kind of have a little bit of fun looking at some of these challenges here. Uh, so many companies, especially in the software space, they're just blowing out email servers with template emails, campaigns with the goal just to get somebody to click. And I, I've said in marketing emails where they talk about the number of clicks they've had, the engagement they've had. Well, you know, none of that, none of that really turned into any meetings or ter- turned into any significant pipeline. But, you know, it's a metric that marketing is using to show that they're doing something. And I'm not knocking them. It's just not resulting in the thing that we ultimately all want as field salespeople, which are meetings and pipeline. Now, as a sales director, I get marketing generated emails just about every day. And these emails are about finding more customers, growing sales by 30%, sending more effective emails, better forecast management, how to win in 2023. I just saw that one, I think, today. And so on. Now, the funny thing is, I'm not sure why they're even targeting me. I think because I have sales in my title, maybe sales director. Sure, I manage a sales team, but I'm not the economic buyer. And I can barely influence uh, a decision around these particular tools. They really need to go up a, a level or two. Uh, for fun, I, you know, I've responded to a few of these over time because I just wanted to see what the response would be, especially when I get a really good one where it was just creative and it you know, it did get my attention. I clicked on it, I opened it, and I wanted to see what their next step would be once I responded. And so many times after I've responded, I don't even get a response back, it's just crickets. Now it's possible that they then went back and looked me up, maybe went on LinkedIn, looked me up and realized, eh, he's probably not the right person. You know, We need to go to the person that maybe he reports to or the person above that. Now, something I also do for fun when getting some prospecting emails from a, you know, a specific BDR versus just a generic marketing email is that I'll respond and tell them, hey, I'm not interested. Thanks for the email. But then I suggest that they check out this podcast, you know, and why not? Right. I've got a salesperson reaching out to me. I run a sales podcast. It's an opportunity for me to promote the podcast. And it's a win for them because they can learn and get better in their career. So. If these templated volume-based emails is the problem, what should you do? I'd go for quality. I would slow down, 
do some research on the person, do the research on the company, do the research on the competitors. I really like having an, an opinion on their business, have an opinion on a possible problem they could be experiencing if they're like other clients that you have in the same industry or maybe you know, based on your research, you might have an opinion about a problem they could be experiencing. You could be wrong, but you know the chances of them responding are, are maybe going to be higher. I also like going personal. I want to break in with this quick commercial from me. I am very excited to announce that we have our first multifamily real estate deal for the year. This is a really nice boutique 88 unit complex in Tempe, Arizona, which is an incredibly strong submarket of the Phoenix area. And we are partnered with my friend Reed and his company at the RSN Group. They're the, the ones that found the deal. And they also have another asset uh, very close by this particular property. Investment spots on this one, they're going to fill up quickly because it is also structured to accept 1031 exchanges. And there's a number of exchanges out there right now looking for a home. So if you're interested, just contact us through hightechfreedom.com or you could book a call using the link in the show notes. And even if you just want to learn a little bit more about the investing process, let's chat. I'm happy to share and follow up with some educational resources. Now back to the show. So go back to episode 48. I've done a few C-level uh, episodes. And in episode 48, I spoke with Candy Conway. And she was a former executive and chief of staff to the CEO at AT&T Communications. And we talked about how she would get emails all the time and calls where vendor reps are trying to get a meeting with her because she definitely is high up and has influence. And one thing she shared is, she, you know, she sometimes she would take a meeting, especially when that rep demonstrated pretty significant knowledge of their business and of her challenge and of the business challenges. But she did talk about the most memorable one that she received was when a rep went personal and they dug really deep. I mean, we're, talk, we're talking social media stocking level and the email was wishing her a happy anniversary. And she's like, how in the world did this guy know it's my anniversary? So she took the, took the call and what she found out was through his research, the rep had found out that she was married to a former uh, major league baseball player. He then went and researched the player and found a notice about a marriage or a marriage announcement. And there was a date. And so he was able to connect the dots. And so when she received that email, she definitely opened it and definitely took the meeting. Now, it's you're not going to have a 100% success rate, but man, I would bet $1,000 that you're going to get more meetings uh, versus just kind of the generic spray it out there and cross your fingers and hope it, hope it lands. Now, the additional, by the way, this is one thing I, I like about going deep and kind of focusing on quality is the additional benefit of this is you're going to get some of your account research done in the process. And you're going to need that information for an account plan or an opportunity plan anyway. So it, you know, it's kind of a nice way to, to get a couple of things done uh, as you're prospecting. Now, a few other points to think about when using email. So not just, I mean, right, not just for prospecting, but just generally. Sometimes we're struggling to get that next meeting, that third meeting with some of our existing opportunities. So a couple uh, couple thoughts to think about. Number one, in every communication, always be thinking about the value you are providing, right? Are you communicating in terms of what the customer thinks about? Are you speaking their language? 
you know, each each industry has terms and things that that are different to healthcare, to utilities, to manufacturing, cloud, SaaS type companies, whatever it is, are you speaking their language? Again, this is less about prospecting and more about getting that next meeting. Also, try being creative in your subject. The reality is you still need to get them to pause and notice your email. And that's not easy. Your email is in the system. Your little emails out there in the system, fighting it out with all the other little emails in the system. It's kind of like, you know, I think back, it's like snack time at kindergarten, you know, with all the little kids and everybody's kind of bumping each other because they want to get their brownie or their snack or whatever it is that they're they're eating. You know, the, the challenge is how do you get noticed? So a couple of thoughts on that. One, be creative in your subject. In addition, think about your first line of the email as customers are just scanning their inbox, right? They're just looking to see what can they dump. They're not looking at what can they open. They're le- le- scrolling through to say, okay, what I can I can ignore, I can ignore, I can ignore. That looks, that looks important. Let me stop and grab it. So how can you catch their attention? So be creative with the subject. Be thinking about that first line of the email, especially, especially on mobile devices, which you know, that might be uh, the only thing they see below the, uh, below the subject. I've also tried using bold statements, uh, just something that uh, maybe it's a little bit opinionated. Maybe it's something direct. You know, I'll let you kind of decide on what that means to you. Another one is, you know, I like, I really like creating more intrigue when possible. For example, I've done this before and I, I'll use their name in the subject line. John, did you hear about the last meeting? Question mark. So John, you know, John, I'm just trying to tap into that human nature, right? John, no one wants to miss out, especially John. So he's like, huh, maybe I did, maybe I didn't. Did I did I miss something I was supposed to know about? So now he may open it and say, yeah, oh, that's just Chris, right? He's been trying to reach me for 30 days. I'm just going to ignore it. But hey, I got 30 seconds of attention versus no seconds of attention. Or maybe John decides, oh, you know, Chris has been, I know I need to get back to Chris. I just keep forgetting. So I got his attention. He opened it and he responds. You never know. Another another angle is light humor. Now, <laughs> this is not my strength, but I've seen this work for other people. So if that's something you're good with, and I've tried it, I'm just not, I just don't feel like I'm very good at it. I do need to work on that. Now, I didn't say this would be easy. Keep, in, keep this in mind. This takes a lot more work than just blasting out emails, but I truly believe it does work. But with that said, I, I'm actually okay with sometimes blasting out emails of high value content to my existing relationships. But, you know, it's it's really important to remember that you, you need to be providing value before you can be asking for anything. So if you're sending out, maybe you've got a newsletter, you have a base of customers, and you do want to blast something out, how are you providing value? How are you actually helping them versus just promoting some product or prom- promoting something? Always be thinking about adding value. And then that'll actually increase your your odds of getting a, a response when you do reach out and, and ask for a meeting or ask for something, whatever it might be. Anyways, that's it for today. I uh, hope you enjoyed this episode. Please tell a friend to check out the podcast. We are growing. We're, we're, our downloads are increasing every single day. And uh, I'm putting together some pretty exciting plans for you, the listener, later in the year. So uh, if you like what you hear, please share. Until next week, make this your best week ever. 
Thanks again for joining us today. To get more sales and real estate tips, you can subscribe to our newsletter at hightechfreedom.com. You can also join our private Facebook and LinkedIn group that is exclusively for sales professionals. If you found a nugget of good information in the podcast, please subscribe, give us a positive rating, and write a review. If there is a topic that you would like us to cover in the future, please send us a note through our website at hightechfreedom.com. Until next week, make this your best week ever. Music